Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, featuring the debut show of Carousel Partners International, a renowned group of expert coaches worldwide bringing their services together collaboratively and offering them to you in contribution. With host Jeffrey Miller, renowned author, international speaker, also known as the Interventionist. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon, folks. How is everybody today? Thank you all for being with us. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today, and I also have a special guest on with us as well to speak to in just a minute. And that special guest is known to most of you in the authentic you world. And I will introduce her as well in just a moment. But I wanted to tell you, we've got a brand new program coming up in a couple of three weeks. And we're going to give it a little bit of a surprise for the moment, but you are going to be excited. We are going to be speaking with some of the top, top people in the industry. Authors, speakers, coaches, etc. Not that we haven't been. These folks are also names that you will recognize. And we are very, very happy that's going to be coming up in just about a few short weeks. We'll be starting to publish on that in uh, within the next week or so to let you all know in Authentic You land what's happening. Today, I'd like to introduce to you a very special friend, also a phenomenal coach, also one of our Carousel Partners International Coaches, coming from the great state of Arizona in the U.S. of A., Sheila Wilson. How are you, Sheila? I'm wonderful, Jeffrey. How are you today? I am excellent. And also, our surprise guest is going to stay in here with us for a few minutes. Michelle Arbo, the celebrity numerologist, is joining us for a few minutes on the show. Good afternoon, Michelle. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff. I it was an unexpected uh, alternative plan of action, but I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> yes, we're glad to have you too. Uh, you know, part of the wonderful things that are happening with Authentic You has a lot to do with you being the founder and the owner of Authentic You, and I am very proud and privileged to say that I am your partner as well in Authentic You, that you and I are carrying on, and we're going to be making some great strides in some fantastic directions in the very, very near future with programming, and we're talking radio and our TV, webinars, live webinar events, uh, all kinds of great things, live events coming up in the future. My gosh, we are really, really moving in the right direction. I mean, the they say that this this last shift that happened with energy and whatever really propelled everybody into a growth spurge. Well, I guess we can say we feel it. Absolutely fantastic. And you've you've got some phenomenal stuff coming up in the future too, with your your numerology and speaking events and everything. And so we're we're very happy to to be partnered with you. I know that uh, I speak for everybody in Carousel Partners as well as all our hosts on the Authentic You Network. So thank you very much, Michelle, and thanks for stopping in with us for a little bit today. We appreciate that as well. No problem. I'm just uh, excited to hear about uh, Sheila. I know Sheila is one of our newest uh, members on the team, and I'm, I'm excited to hear about what she's got to say on the show today. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to have all of you um, be on the team. So it's a, it's a wonderful time right now. There's lots Isn't of stuff awesome? happening yeah. on the planet, lots of manifestation, ah. lots of abundance. We had a full moon last night, so uh, <laughs> lots of energy. Sure is, and we might as well get uh, a couple of things right out of the way now as far as housekeeping goes. Folks, Sheila is going to have her own show. You're going to be able to listen to Sheila directly, so 
carefully listen today because she is a fantastic coach. And we're going to get right into it with Sheila. We've yes. known each other now for a couple of months, I guess. We've been working together. And uh, you've, you've got, you know, people, first of all, love to hear the story. They love to hear. And you have been on the last, so you've been a, a guest with me, a co-host with me on the last couple of shows we've done the last couple of weeks. And those were fantastic shows. We've got a lot of good reports back on them. A lot of folks listen to those shows, a lot of replays. Um, people are really excited about we we talked about the you know the low self esteem issues and what are you worth et cetera. Um, but for those that are new with us today, if you would give us a little background, please. You know about you know how did you get going some years ago in this in this profession? Well, thank you, Jeff and Michelle. I'm just delighted to be here and share this time with you. I've been looking forward to it all week. Um, my journey is is a long one because I actually am older than I look, and I don't know why women are so freaked out about telling their age. Um, but I've um, I've been I'll be on Medicare this year, so you can do the math. Um, at any rate, um, so my journey has been a, a just about life experience. I, I've had a lot of careers um, because I've been bouncing around the planet so long, and um, and I think that was part of discovering myself. Um, the journey most recently, most applicable, um, would be um, the divorce that I experienced um, that I had no intention of, of certainly doing when I got married. Um, was in 1992, after being married almost 20 years to my, my sweetheart, and um, it really gave me the opportunity to reevaluate, reevaluate my entire life um, because I was left pretty much one step from homeless. I had no no name, no credit. Um, he was an attorney and was able to um, finagle all of the assets that we had built together. And um, I had no car and no home. And I really thought about being a bag lady for about 10 minutes, but then I knew I'd be somebody's lunch because I don't have street smarts. Um, but I guess I was smart enough to realize that that wasn't going to be a good career option. So I sat and I and I started dreaming while I, I got my $7 an hour job in a dress shop. And it's just so amazing to me how, how things come back and are of value. It was the only thing I could do in the small town we were living in at the time. And um, 20 years later, I have this amazing wardrobe that now I can enjoy um, because of a lot of the work that I did was in trade for these amazing designer um, you know, $200, $300 um, outfits. Um, so I traded for that. At any rate, um, I decided to go back to college um, in my 50s and um, got a master's in um, community counseling after getting an undergraduate degree in business. And... Um, I have been a psychotherapist in doing a lot of different things, but have been in private practice now for almost 10 years and got the nudge most recently that um, I need to be touching more people. I, 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 I'm, I'm seeing how much I can give in my practice, and I want to be of greater service. And that's when I started looking at becoming a coach. I became a board-certified coach. Um, through uh, the board that um, works with therapists because so many of the skills are very similar in the work that we do. Um, and just to step back for a minute, during my divorce, I did go to counseling and needed some support, and that's when I was introduced to thought field therapy, TFT, 
Roger Callahan was developing this amazing energy psychology technique, and my counselor at the time was helping me use that to address um, different feelings and moods that were um, very disturbing and difficult to manage during my divorce. So I started using thought field therapy for myself, and, um, and then I evolved to using emotional freedom technique, EFT, shortly thereafter that. And then I was using that both personally and professionally in my practice for the past nine years until I recently discovered faster EFT, which is faster emotions for transformation, which is like what I say is EFT on steroids. I have never seen transformation releasing and shifting as quickly with all of the uh, energy psychology work that I've done in the past 20 years as I have using faster EFT. So that modality has become my primary skill personally and professionally, and I continue to learn more and study more I plan on studying with the founder, Robert Smith, next year when he's um, back in the States teaching again. He travels worldwide and shares his genius um, and what he's created with um, with everyone. Um, and so I am now on a rampage while working full-time as a psychotherapist to get my coaching business launched, to develop my website to finish my certification in faster EFT and to be of greater service. And that's 64 years all in five minutes. Wow. First of all, I don't know if I heard half of it because my chair fell over when you told me about Medicare. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, I've seen your picture. Come on now. I know we haven't met in person, but gee whiz, and I thought I was the senior level guy here, you know? (laughs) I'm the old lady of the group. Absolutely. That is fantastic. I don't know how old people think I look, but you know what? When we reach when we reach the age where we know, you know, that our children have children and our children's children are starting to have children, I start to think, oh my God, how many years have I been here? And I awesomely don't think I say awesomely don't think about it because I really don't, and that is awesome. Um, and, but you know, you, you just shocked me seriously. The chair fell over. I didn't have the pin holding the back of the seat upright, and it went backwards <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> oh, definitely, you're cute. Well, I I still feel 29. I don't know what that's about. You know, I do have to honor the fact that I'm that I'm not 29 anymore, and I am slowing down a little bit, but certainly not in my heart and not in my energy to to pursue you know greater contacts and like I said, be of greater service as best I can. So thank you for the compliment. Well, let's, uh, no, seriously, <laughs> congratulations. I mean, <laughs> we'll have to all get you secret because I'm sure there's a lot of younger listeners going to say, wait a minute, I just saw her picture. No, 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 that's not plausible. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I think Michelle, we might, we, we, Michelle did have to leave. I, she had another appointment to go to. I want to let everybody know it was great for her to stop in for a couple of minutes, but I'm not sure at the moment whether actually she fainted as well, and that's why she left. <laughs> <laughs> But that said, wow, you know, I, I, I listening to, uh, you know, and I've heard, I've heard, you know, basically a lot of, but I, I want to talk a little bit more about thought field therapy for a minute, you know, as to where that lies in the, in the, in the grand scheme of everything we're doing with coaching these days. I understand EFT, and I'm sure a lot of people do, and I, and there may be ones that would love to have that further explained as well, and we probably should get into that, but, you know. You know, you talk about some of the key events and circumstances in your life that have provided you these phenomenal opportunities for change and growth, which is really, you know, this is what we are all about. Um, my new book coming out is called The Change Machine. 
And people oh. say, well, you mean like at the laundromat where you put the dollar in, it gives you change? I said, if that's the metaphor you think you want to use, it's a conversion. Anything that, that considers change is a conversion from where you are to where you're going. You know, So if you want to say, okay, metaphorically, you put the dollar bill in, it gives you four quarters for the dryer. At the laundromat, that's a good way of thinking about it. But um, you, thought field therapy, tell me some more about that. Well, that was my first introduction as a client um, to an energy psychology modality. Mm. And that is Roger Callahan's work. And it was very complicated. Um, there were a lot of algorithms tapping on various places on the body that correlated with the meridians in the energy field. And so the practitioner had to first determine, is this fear, is this anger, is this a phobia, is this grief, is this shame? And then once identify this specific emotion, go through a particular algorithm, which is the order of which of the you know dozens of places to tap and in which order. And then there was a whole protocol that was much more complicated. And I was certified in two levels. The next level would have been... Um, to to teach it and I wasn't interested in teaching it I was interested in using it for myself and my, and and then ultimately for my clients so it was very exciting when when one of uh, Dr. Callahan's protégés Gary Craig realized through through application um that there was a standard order of a few points that could be standardized um, that everyone could use, and the chances of resolving and um, releasing whatever was blocking uh, the energy field was about 95 percent, 95 to 97 percent, just using this same routine. So we didn't have to do all the discerning and rigmarole on what's going on here. It was m more about just identifying the situation and tapping on that. What's different about faster EFT that I'm learning, and I'm, you know, a student still of faster EFT, is that there, the, a lot of the premises are different than classic EFT, and this is what I like about it. Um, so some of the um, protocols are no, are, aren't used in faster EFT. For example, there's no psychological reversal, um, and there is no... Um, uh, focus on being broken or even having your energy field being blocked. It's more about identifying how we know we have a problem. It's real simple. How do I know I have this problem? Well, this happened, this happened. I've got these events and these memories and these feelings and these thoughts. And then the tapping process is basically releasing those, just letting them go. And Robert Smith calls it healing magic because I, you know, I have more studying to do to really be able to explain it scientifically, right? Um, so, so that we understand it. But I, you know, I do what works and I do what's simple, and I want to empower my clients so that they can take these skills and use them for themselves, and and so it works. It just works. It's just amazing to me, and I think it, some it of is. that. It is. I agree. Go ahead, Jeffrey. No, 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 yeah. no. I, I was going to say, thank you. I was going to say I've been involved with some of the tapping summits that have been over the years, and I've gone through the, you know, the one, two, and three day different in the, you know, the different affirmations that are used. I, I found it fascinating. 
Uh, I really did because I looked at it in my in my beginning days of uh, becoming a strategic interventionist as to whether it would be another modality that I also wanted to tack on to utilize with clients. Um, I didn't stay with it. I went more with NLP and with uh, hypnotherapy, and hypnotherapy seems to be the, you know, we all have our, our, our choice, so to speak, of what we feel works best for how we present it and guide it. Uh, EFT is phenomenal. It's fantastic. I, I've seen, I've heard, it is a fantastic way to go, such as is uh, energy energy healing, the energy energy code, et cetera. Um, yes. And there's a lot of that going. I know our, our own Annette Armstrong practice uh, the the uh, um, emotion code. The emotion code, yeah. And, yes. And, um, it is. I've I've witnessed it with her in a co-coaching situation with with one client on Skype, where we've both been there, and we started off with the hypnotherapy, and as we're going through the hypnotherapy, she's actually picking up the energy and helping clear uh that energy with the client's permission and it's just phenomenal people would say this is voodoo this is stuff that's uh you know hocus pocus it's uh it's witchcraft we're going to bring back bring you back to my old my old stomping grounds of my family in massachusetts you know we'll burn you at the stake you know hang you from yeah. the highest tree but in fact these these what they call as we when we mentioned this last week on the show these types of techniques have been around as long as there have been hills on the earth. There have been these types of uh, ways of healing people and helping people overcome. And years ago, they were looked at, if you go back to the ancient courts of, of jolly old England where this country got its start, um, you know, they were, the, they were the people, you know, the Merlins um, that were... <laughs> were there to help predict the battles and to help the king and the queen and all the different people in the in the uh, the hierarchy you know to overcome their issues in life so that they could be the supreme rulers the kings you know as we look at the all of that today so that said EFT has certainly done a great job uh and and I, and I think it's fantastic uh what you what you offer in it uh, along with that uh, coaching background that you've been working with and, and working in for a number of years, uh, on, uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. Now, we we talked again last week about people, um, you know, you said it's simple, people know when they have a problem. That would be true. I would agree with you 100%, but I'm going to use the word but, and I usually don't do that because it means and in this case. And mm-hmm. most people, however, don't want to recognize it. There are certain percentage of the populace that will not recognize. They know they have something going on that doesn't work. They shuffle it off as something that comes from either childhood or adolescence or bad relationships uh, with parents, siblings, wives, ex-wives, husbands, etc. There's there's so many, so many strains of what your issue could be in life that they just think this is it and i got to deal with it. Until they meet somebody or somebody they know says, hey, do you know you don't have to deal with that? Do you know there's a different alternative? Because they don't know what they don't know. And once they start that's to understand true. there is an opportunity, then that's when the simple button gets pushed. So when a client comes to you, don't you find that often they are referred? Well, um, well yes, I guess. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, even if they're re- referred from their insurance company in my counseling practice. There you go. So it isn't, yes, it, it isn't out of the blue. It's, 
um, there is some um, motivation. Either a, a friend suggests that you know you, you can get help with this, or the individual it gets sick and tired of being sick and tired. Exactly. So something you know has to motivate someone to come in and talk to a complete stranger, or you know get on the phone. Um, I do a lot of Skype work. Um, or, you know, email me to say, you know, I think I'm, you know, I, I might be able to take advantage of what you have to offer in coaching or, or faster EFT or whatever it is. So yes, there, we're, we're all in this together. And, and if we can help one another recognize that we can be healthier and we don't have to carry this baggage around anymore, then, then, then so be it. Um, the one thing I just wanted to add as you were talking, Jeffrey, is that faster EFT incorporates concepts of hypnotherapy and NLP. Okay. And I just find it interesting that you would mention that. Um, I'm trained in hypnotherapy as well. I'm right. learning more about NLP through faster EFT. Hmm. But there are so many modalities, like you said. So it's not like one is better than the other. It's whatever feels comfortable for the practitioner and whatever the individual um, is guided to, that's probably the best solution for each one. Well, I would agree with you 100%, but it's interesting. And the reason I went to that question, Sheila, was certainly not to throw you mm-hmm. off. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> merely to point out the fact that the bulk of people in the world today, and yes, by the way, I want just to add, look for a second, you said we, we've all got to unite, we've all got to help each other. That is so imperative today in this what's going on in this world. That is a subject for a whole other show, I think, about what is happening and what people need to do to start to wake up about, you know, looking and saying, hey, it isn't you, it isn't the I, it isn't the individual, it's we. And as soon as people start to understand that and collectively get together that and collaborate, and one of the reasons we are so successful as Carousel Partners International and now as Authentic You and coming on board with, uh, with our group, merging with Authentic You, is because we all are collaborating. We're all merging it together and thinking as a group and saying, okay, what as a collective body of people can we do to spin this a little faster to help more people? And going back again now, people don't understand they have a problem. There's an old cliche out there, and it's a sad one. It says, you know, I'm all right and the world's all wrong because they look at it from a personal me attack situation. Now, in in your case in coaching, you get referral from because the insurance company, et cetera, they need. That's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. There's a lot of people that don't have that availability. And they're starting to learn about EFT. They're starting to learn about emotion code. They're starting to learn about coaches that are in the industry now. That You know, there's quite a few out there now that have been trained under the different banners of the, the schools that, that are teaching people real-life people to be coaches, you know, that have a worldly experience, they have their own stuff. Uh, We all have our stuff. We've all got that stuff from the day we can remember, which is back in the age of, you know, two or three years old. We've got things that happened in our lives that actually then define who you were up to this point, right up to this moment in a second, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be the definition of how you live your life. But most often, people are in there. Would you not agree that staying in that definition, oh, I can't do any better. Oh, I had this happen to me, therefore I'm staying as a victim. Mm -hmm. Victim or staying attached or identifying with our story. 
and not realizing that we can create a new story or even live beyond the story. You know, and, and Jeffrey, you bring up a good point. I can only heal to the level I am healed, which is why I continue to do my work. I always tap with my clients, too. Um, there's always things that I can improve on and grow through and release and let go of so that I can be a clearer agent to facilitate someone else's healing. And I, be- for me, I believe that that's why I'm still around in a human suit and and why I'm here is to continue to grow and heal to be the best I can be. That's fantastic. Your mission statement is clear, and a lot of people are walking out around without one. I actually published about it yesterday. Uh, I had a lot of people say to me, you know, how did you get going? Um, so I went back to a point of remembrance myself and saying, okay, I was successful, business was great, relationships in life were not. Friends, yes. Oh, gosh, great friends, you know, good relationships there, but not in that intimate relationship and relationship meaning marriage. I wasn't doing so well. Been there a couple of times, mm. and I don't know what I was doing wrong. At least I didn't. The interesting thing is when I finally woke up one morning, I said, Dear God, please, you know, who am I? It was the words that were planted in my head. Who am I? I need to know. Mm. And I, I get up, I went out, put the coffee pot on. I was living in a beautiful home on the lake that I'd worked hard for. I opened up the blinds, I'm looking out the water, drinking a cup of coffee, and I said it again, Who am I? I went to the computer, I sat down, I googled it, and what came up with a song by Casting Crowns, Who Am I? You Were a Child of God, meaning that, and people say, oh, I don't believe in God. Well, okay, I'm not going to go to that today, and again, a show for another day. However, something created everything. Look out the window, look around, man-made items everywhere, but look outside into nature. (laughs) Look at the star at night, excuse me, the sky at night and see the stars. Go online and mm-hmm. look at what the space station sees when they look back at this planet. Absolutely phenomenal. It was created by somebody. So we're not going to have a show and we're not talking about religion. However, I felt personally, in my humble opinion, I needed an answer and I believe I got it. It was then back in 2009 that I started my trek in strategic intervention with Tony Robbins and Dr. Chloe Madonna's. And it was the best thing that ever happened to this guy because there's one Mm. big thing that came up out of that. They asked me this question. Will you become your first best client? They said, excuse me? What you just said, push that button for me. You just said you tap along with your clients. You are constantly in a learning curve. You are constantly knowing that you can only be as good a guide as a coach, as a counselor, with the knowledge you gain and you have. So the further you gain, the more you gain, the more you can offer. And your life experience will be applied to every bit of it. This is the stuff. There's no big secret here. You said it's simple. But this is the stuff that makes a quality, quality coach. This is the stuff. It isn't just taking a fast class and saying, hey, I did the weekend down at the Y, and guess what? I'm a coach now. I'm a life coach. No. I'm sorry. I'm going to say no, because until you've lived it, you've learned it, and you became your first best client, you're not. You're not. Yeah. And then you will learn by example, and you will help people. And I hope these, these that are coming into the profession of wanting to be a coach, the wannabes, they will learn that they need to do a minimum of 50 hours of clinical. And I mean throw yourself out there for free. Find somebody that needs a guide. 
take what you've learned, take your life experience, apply it, open your ears twice as much as your mouth, and get out there and do it. Do not charge a penny. That's, Don't. Go ahead, Sharon. That's beautiful, Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you bring up a good point um, about God or universe or spirit or however, you know, each one wants to define that experience or not at all. And um, it's interesting in the counseling profession, spirituality is an area that many therapists aren't comfortable going into. And I believe that we are physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual beings. So if I'm only going to focus on, you know, what's going on with you physically, what are your problems, you know, symptoms with depression and anxiety and um, uh, insomnia and so forth, um, or I might even include, you know, mental, your mental body. Um, exactly. You know, what are the thoughts and and what are the the, the how, what do you tell yourself? What's your what's going on inside your head and your self talk? Um, um, but I've had uh, especially teenagers that I work with in private practice who don't want me to ask them how are you feeling. They do not want to talk about feelings. So we're only exploring, you know, half fifty percent of of their expression. Um, in in this lifetime, and um, and I'm not comfortable with that, but I always go where my clients are comfortable, in exactly. support of that. But for me, it was very similar, um, and for um, just for a universal response, rather than say God or higher power, or um, Lord or or even universe, I choose to use the word spirit. Sometimes I interchange it with universe. Um, and that works for me. So just to, to stay on that, um, before my divorce, in the year uh, 1984, I went to 14 funerals. And I thought that was pretty strange. Wow. My daughter was um, three years old at the time. I was married, my first marriage, and my daughter was going to be three when the 14th funeral was my only sister's death. And she was killed walking across the street in a crosswalk with a green light. And the motorcyclist ran the red light and hit her. And she flew and died almost instantly. And that was when it got me to thinking how precious life is. And I didn't understand it. And I knew there were mysteries of life. But it also helped me realize that for whatever reason, I'm still alive. What was I going to do with my life? And it reminds me of of your question, who am I? And that was when I took an accounting and, and realized that I had a serious problem with emotional eating. And I got myself finally to a 12-step meeting back in 1984 and came to the conclusion in my own evaluation of self that I had disordered eating or an eating disorder that in fact I could identify with all of the symptoms and behaviors of what we call a compulsive overeater. And so my drug of choice, if you will, was not alcohol or pills or any other substance, but food. And it's been an amazing journey, almost 30 years now, Jeffrey, where I have learned to love myself more and not abuse myself with excess food, that I've cultivated a a greater understanding and a more loving relationship with food. It's not my best friend. It's not my lover. It, in fact, is a, a grateful substance that I get to nourish my body with and really enjoy because boy do I love to cook (laughs) 
In fact, I had a catering. I had a catering business, and a lot of my friends said, "You have an eating disorder. How could you possibly have a catering company?" But the food by then became this creative um, um, modality, this this substance that I could work with taste and color and combinations of presentation. And I took classes and my husband and I had this catering company and we would go into wealthy homes and cook in their amazing kitchens and do these dinners, um, bringing the china and the crystal and the silver if we had to. Um, and, um, cooking for 10 to 20 people and I did calligraphy and I would make these amazing menus and we would serve wine and he was a recovering alcohol alcoholic and and it was more of the joy and the dance of creating and it had nothing to do with our addictions it was separate and and we got to a place of our own recovery where we could do that so that started me on an amazing journey um like I said nearly 30 years ago of discovering who I was and understanding that um, they say in the 12-step rooms, God doesn't make junk, and beginning to own that to a greater degree, that, that I was okay, and I was perhaps a child of the universe, and I didn't need to be so hard on myself, and I could heal perfectionism and procrastination and this abuse that I was using food with, um, hurting myself and eating more than my body needed and overeating to such a, a place of discomfort that I would practically feel hung over the next day. And and it's just been such a journey that I can be grateful that I got to deeper places of the emotionality of my eating and that I was given this cross or this addiction because I don't know how I ever would have found this path for me in understanding more about the universe and laws of attraction, for example, and and just how things work. And I, I remain a student of, of spirit. I'm just fascinated um, with, like you said, looking out the window as I'm looking out of my office now and, and the sky is so blue and um, I live in a small town in northern Arizona with 50,000 other people and there's no smog and there's People will complain about the traffic, but I'm telling you, coming from L.A., there really isn't any traffic here. And the, the trees, you know, are, are coming back to life. You know, there's glimpses of spring. I get four seasons here. And, um, and it's, it's just phenomenal, you know, listening to the birds and watching the wind in the trees. And today I'm grateful to be alive. I hear you. I hear you, and, and as I am I, you know, uh, you you got me. <laughs> I'm going to get tongue-tied here because you're speaking such a truth, Sheila. Thank you so much. Uh, folks, I want to let you know that as well as being the host of the show today, I'm also the producer. Uh, I am part of the Authentic You team and the production side as well, so when we do a show now, I do produce our show as well as host the show. And if uh, anybody that has possibly called in that if I missed you, I apologize. I'm having to jump back and forth here between screens and my radio console. So if you would like to call in, the toll-free is one 877 We'd love to have a call. Sheila is here with us. We've got uh, about 24, 25 minutes of showtime left. We'd love to have a question from you. We've got a bunch of subjects going on at the same time here, for sure. Uh, we've got a lively chat room. I didn't know if you were able to see it, Sheila. We've had a lot of communication in the chat room during, the, during this first half of the show. I want oh, to thank no. you all for being with us. Um, 
And yes, uh, I agree. We both agree on on source and creation and what what people want to call God. But then again, that's a show for another day, and I'm sure we could handle that. Uh, and it would probably be a busy one. <laughs> but who am I? Yeah, that's that's where guys. That's where I got my turnaround. That's where I finally got some pieces of a puzzle that I had had for many many years of life that uh, needed to be put into place, so to speak. If you can think about that, somebody gives you a puzzle and you go to put spread it on the table and you go, oh, you've put this puzzle together before, but you're missing some pieces, and I can't complete the puzzle. I couldn't complete my puzzle. I could not do it. I needed help, and I needed some divine intervention, and I asked for it, and I got it, and those are the words mm. I got. Who am I? And when I listened to that right. song, I broke down with emotion because that song is such a beautiful representation of who you are when you listen to it, and I will give a plug for these guys because they are a ministry, um, and, and they devote and, and spend their time to that, um, casting crowns. They're just phenomenal, and there's many, many other great groups out there in the realm of uh, spirit, the creator, God, etc. Uh, but those are just the guys that did it for me, along with uh, my uh, mentors throughout the years, you know, Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, and the great Tony Robbins. I have to give Tony a, a lot of ado mm-hmm. there. He, he became my mentor way back uh, on his, I believe it was his second book, and Tony, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Awaken the Giant Within. And I've always really, really related to that book, Sheeler, and, and guests. Um, yes, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four, 235 pounds. I used to go about 255. Uh, last year I dumped 20 because I, too, followed that same patent, Sheeler, of uh, food was my comfort zone. Uh, I don't have any other bad habits, but that was one I considered that, you know, I loved to eat. So I packed on the extra 20, and especially when I become a Maine bear, because that's where I live in the great state of Maine, and we, <laughs> we hibernate in the winter, you know, the black bears hibernate. Well, I'm like that, and and, and I, I hibernate too, because I, I don't have uh, much luck going out in minus 20 degree temperatures and freezing my you-know-what off. So I hibernate, and what do you do when you hibernate? You're working away, and you eat. So inevitably, every spring I shed a few more, you know, so I can wear the speedo to the beach. Oh God, here we go. Um, <laughs> well, that's now we're going to get some, the phones are going to light up now. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> that said, we do have a caller in the queue, and I'm going to introduce them. Good afternoon. Welcome to Authentic You. Do you have a question for our guest? Yes. Are you speaking uh, to Diana DeFabio? I believe I am. If this is you, this is me. Hi, how are you? How are you? Uh, we're doing Fantastic. great. Great. Fantastic, Sheila. Very nice Hi, to hear you, Donna. Very nice. Thank to you hear for you. calling in. Oh, you're so welcome. As I was listening, one of the things that came up, I just got back in, from a um, a journey in Nevada, and we were doing a lot of group sessions, and I'm I was working with a lot of newbies, and I found that they are so scared, they're seeking for truth. Right, but they're so afraid of receiving. Like they they were coming out like being able to speak about books that they read, and but then when it was to really get into that vulnerable place and be of receiving, um, I found that they were like kind of pushing back a little bit. Do you have anything to speak to both of you actually um, for the newbies? Because like you said, many people don't know that they need it. They show up and then they may not be in that frequency of listening and really receiving it. Wow, great question. Um, You know, when I think of faster EFT, I I think immediately of just focusing in on 
the feeling inside or any memories or events that are triggered by by that idea of um, I'm not ready to receive or um, I'm not worthy to receive. You know, each person is individual in the way they would respond to that. And I know you're you're asking a general statement because you you saw a general response to the lack of opening up to receive. Um, so I, I immediately think of worthiness and deservedness and um, understanding that there's a natural flow to the universe, as you know. And so, you know, we can be of service and we can give, but but we have to, you know, replenish ourselves too. And I always see this figure eight going out, you know, where where I will reach someone else and then they come back to me and nourish me or whether it's going out into the forest and um, and I am just the, of delight and maybe hugging a tree or two and, and noticing mm-hmm. how it feels to walk on, on Mother Earth and she's giving to me as, as I'm praising and giving to her. And so to be able to tap, just simply tapping on the four places of faster EFT, which would be um, the between the eyebrows, and the side of the eye, there's a bone there. And then under the eye, there's a bone there. And then the collarbone, underneath the collarbone, those are the four main points. Just saying, I release and let go. I release and let go all of all blocks, fears, uh, emotional traumas, um, or anything in the way of allowing me to receive right now. Hmm. And then um, with that letting go, just letting go, grabbing a wrist, and holding it for a moment, taking a nice breath in and blowing it all away and saying peace. And if you're so inclined, you can close your eyes and have a good memory or go to a peaceful place. I have this amazing place in my mind that I can go to any time throughout the day and I immediately, within a couple of breaths, feel so calm and rejuvenated, mainly because I've been going there a lot and practicing so that's my first reaction to um, each one taking responsibility for whatever is in the way, and they don't even have to know what it is, but just being ready, even if you're scared, to let it go, to release and let it go. That's beautiful. Beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Excellent, Sheila. Uh, great question, by the way, Dina. A very, very wonderful question. Uh, I'd like to set up a metaphor because I know that everybody's in that peaceful spot of hopefully you just followed through. You just had an opportunity to follow through on a fast tapping of the four major points. Um, very, very wonderful. I mean, I, I did it and I followed through and I just feel so relaxed and I was pretty relaxed today, but I think I'm even more relaxed. Thank you, Sheila. Um, How cute. Oh, you're welcome. When, when we go to that place of being not able to receive, and I say it's a place of being because you actually go to it, it doesn't particularly come to you. It's just something that you go to emotionally. You say, I, I can't. There's something that blocks you up. Again, it's, it's an esteem issue that comes from someplace in your past. Think of this metaphor. It works. There is a village. And within the village, there's one central water well. Everybody in the village on a daily basis sends somebody in the family to go collect the water, to get them through the day, at the end of the day, they go collect another bucket of water to get them through the evening until they can go back tomorrow. Sometime during the night, there has to be a source for that water well to replenish itself. It's the, it's, we call it a sacred circle. If you think of that, that circle, the never-ending, like the ring, 
okay, there, there is no beginning and there's no end. If we do not open ourselves up to receiving, we can give and give and give and give. People want to. They, they just say, you know what, I just want to give. But they don't understand that they have to be open to the reciprocal. Because in order to give, you shall receive. And if you think of that water well, and if you think about if it did not replenish with that ground source of water overnight or during the day or on a constant basis, it would not be full again for the people from the village to come and get water tomorrow. And without it, there is no growth. So if we do not, as human creatures, spiritual creatures in a human body, if we do not replenish, if we do not open up to receiving, we do not grow. And without growth, we die. And it doesn't mean the body's going to wither away tomorrow, overnight, whatever. However, spiritually, mentally, we do not grow. We stagnate. If a person is going to overcome that that debilitates them from a life experience, and they're going to come to a conscious, conscious understanding of it and move on to a happy life when they finally come to that place, if that is going to happen, there's a big if. If it's going to happen, they have to understand they have to be open to receiving because if you're not open to receiving, you will not receive. You will not have it. It's really, you know, Sheila, you pressed that easy button earlier. It, it is. Yeah. It sounds easy, but it's technically not. People no, get it's, it's caught simple, up. Jeffrey. It's simple, but it's not always easy. I agree Correct. with you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it takes some work. That's why I keep tapping. Exactly. Exactly. And you have to. As coaches, we have to do that. And... Deanna, how did that work out for you, question-wise? Absolutely perfect, because I, too, work in the industry that you guys work in, and I've been finding that when people are not receiving, they're actually cutting off um, the elements that are trying to come to them, but not only to them, but their environment as well. Mm. So it's been something very enlightening. Wow. It is enlightening. It's a a very spiritual place you go to. It's, It's, you know, in... Understand that the simple the simple act of altruism, that that we're supposed to be doing for each other on this planet in human form, let alone all the animals in the world. I mean, you know, they, if you want to go back talking about God, He created them, then He created us. Okay, they were here first, and we do everything we can to try to not make that so. I don't know what it is, but we do it as humankind. It's really sad. Again, another show, another issue. But here we go with the but again, meaning and, and. If we were to open up to the understanding that we are supposed to do this for one another, mm-hmm. we're supposed to, we have to get back to not being individuals. Well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I'm an individual. Yes, you were born singly, unless you're a twin, but you're still two single human beings. But we are collected. We are together. We are one. And it is so far from where we are as a society in this world today, it's sad, but it's getting there. You know, there's, there's you a great... Go ahead. Yes. And you just answered that question, too, because I was just about to say, and we are a collective society. And so many people are, are thinking it's an individual society, and we really are waking up. And Sheila and, and, and people, we're realizing they're waking up. And my real question, you know, it's, it's very been quandering that I'm working with a lot of newbies, um, and they're, they're not understanding the collectiveness. Mm. And that, that we are one. Understand why, though, Deanna, they are not at the same level that you are at. And it doesn't mean you're a better person. Folks, don't don't misconstrue that now. There are levels of consciousness. There are levels of awareness and awakening. Okay, we are all at a different level based on where we are in our own walk, in our own talk. In your amazing work, Deanna, 
um, and I know you probably already do this, so I'm I'm preaching to the choir, to to be able to continue to provide an experiential uh, ceremony or uh, you know an exercise or an activity where people start to awaken to the truth of that that we are connected and that I'm you and that you're a mirror for me and that whatever I put out there you know is going to come back to me and that I am capable of whatever I judge in you you know all those truisms that that those of us who have been studying studying and awakening understand and 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 do our best to live by um give them an experience so that they begin to feel it and see it and and they can grow into it yes and it was beautifully said earlier between both of you is that as i think Sheila you had mentioned that as you are all you're always seeking within yourself because you're serving and you're rising and as you rise the people around you are rising as well, and it is true. I mean, we are all learning. We did, we're not the know-it-alls. Right. How true. How true. Uh, thank again, you. Going back to that same. Thank point, you so much for calling in. Yes, thank mm. you, Deanna. Look forward to speaking to you with you in the future as well. Thanks. You got it. Namaste. Have a great one. Namaste. Namaste. Bye bye. <laughs> so it's interesting when you look at all of the pieces of this great puzzle of life. Uh, sometimes we're playing with a full box, sometimes we're not. And <laughs> it's a matter of finding the pieces of your own puzzle because their pieces are actually there. They really, really are there. And, boy, that chat that chat room has been lively today, guys. Thank you very much for all your comments and, and everything, and uh, well taken on some of the points. Thank you. And uh, we do not have time for another caller, so we're going to finish along here we've we've uh, really pushed through this i'll tell you what i always go by so quickly sheila don't they uh, it's amazing it when we have uh, a lively subject and topic and uh, so tell me in in our last remaining minutes and i i know we could continue with this we've got about 10 minutes of show left i i want to know and i do i want to know <laughs> what yes. what is the name of your new show have you got one yet i don't here's the okay. plan um I think it's it's part of the challenge of so many of us that we find that especially after life experience or our training and education that gosh you know we can help so many people we want to be out there helping everybody and I know realistically that that not only can I not do that but it's not my job and there are there's so much to do and so many people who are capable of being of service we all can help one another at any time. So I am in the process, and it will be completed by next Friday, um, April 5th, discovering and refining what I'm, what Eli Davidson calls your diamond niche, or niche, however you want to pronounce the word, because I want to be of specific service to those um, who will recognize me for my expertise and as a noted authority, as you refer to us, I love that. And so I'm seriously considering identifying as a coach um, focusing primarily on food issues, emotional eating, compulsive overeating, Great. bulimia. Great. That's um, um, but I'm not 100% sure that that's where I'm supposed to go, so I'm going to be continuing to do my process and getting feedback um, and I will be deciding that, and that way I can launch my new website 
and I'll know exactly who I am and where I'm going to be of greatest service and where I can find my ideal clients and be of greatest service to them. Fantastic. Absolutely. So um, even though I can do a lot, I really want to be of specific help to, and I think the food stuff, as we know about, you know, so many challenges with obesity at any age, um, emotional eating, um, even though many of us may engage in it from time to time, there are some of us who are using it for stress management or using it as a habitual way of life and hopefully are starting to wake up and realize that, as you said earlier, there is another way and I don't need to be doing this and I need to get healthy and I want more joy in my life and I want to understand what this is all about so that I can I can have uh, a more satisfying life, so that I can be of greater service, so that I can manifest and call into my life greater abundance of health and wisdom and prosperity, you know, whatever in a successful relationship, whatever it is. But I'm I'm going to definitely focus on something and I'll be announcing it shortly and my um Sheila M. Wilson dot com website will be up to support that. Um, so stay tuned, I guess. Fantastic. So yeah. I don't have, that's a long answer to your simple question of do you have a name for <laughs> no, your no, show? No, 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 that's fine. But, you know, everybody needs to know. And it's great to hear the, the wheels in motion, so to speak. We also have yeah, approximately four other uh, new shows coming on board right now with Authentic You, and they, four of them specifically. You're the fifth coming out of our Carousel Partners International uh, group of of. Uh, noted authority coaches, which is I'm very very happy to announce. Um, very 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 lovely thought when you think about it. Uh, this group got together some six plus months ago to collaborate and offer their services to the world in an authentic manner. And then we we team up with Authentic You. The words fit perfectly, and we didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Michelle had already done that. She invented the wheel. She had the authentic wheel turning of the Authentic You media. And while I'm at it for a moment, folks, I do need to interject a very, very brief uh, intermission advertisement. Today's show was presented to you and is presented to you by Authentic You Media. Our mission is to provide and present to you online international radio, TV webinars, and live event presentations to inspire and empower you to embrace your authentic you, featuring the best of the best with show hosts that offer you interviews, and events with noted authorities, coaches, authors, speakers, and celebrities, by the way, who will be candidly sharing their views, advice, and wisdom on living with and in their own authenticity with you. So our tagline is, Be You, Authentic You. And I want to thank you for listening to that timely little message because that is an advertisement that we are putting out. Um, And that is the truth because we walk in our authenticity and we're all about it. We make every attempt, and none of us are perfect, let's face it, folks. None of us walk uh, a perfect truth. Uh, We weren't born to be, but we're working at it consistently, and we're all trying very, very hard. And it's not hard. I know, Sheila, it's not hard. It's actually simple (laughs) and easy, (laughs) as you put it. But the bottom line is, folks, that's, that's who we are at Authentic You and all the hosts and shows you listen to. Believe me, you will have that with you. And uh, I also am launching a new show coming up very soon. I'm very proud to announce that myself and Michelle Abo are launching a new show. It's known as Interviews with Authentic You. 
And we've got quite an array of uh, very, very noted authorities in the industry of personal development coaching, celebrity status, music industry, Hollywood, etc., that are lining up now to be heard on our network. Uh, we are thrilled. This is the next level of, of moving forward with our programming. The uh, webinars that all of our hosts are going to be sponsoring as well will be live TV events that you'll be able to watch for free. We are not charging you for these. Okay, You will be able to come on and you'll be able to watch webinars of these shows like we are on today. And they will be us sitting in front of the camera. And we're going to have a studio set up very shortly as well. So we are moving in the direction that we're very happy with. And we're excited, and we're happy to all of you and the viewing, uh, will be viewing, mm-hmm. <laughs> our listening audience. And Sheila, yes, this Jeffrey, is... that is so exciting. Isn't it exciting? It's just fantastic. And thank you, Sheila. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've, the last three weeks, we've punched out some real beautiful shows. And folks, if you haven't had a chance, Carousel Partners International, go back into the archives. You'll find us on uh, AuthenticUmedia.com. You can go back and check out all the shows, not just ours, but every host we have. We've got phenomenal shows. We've got fantastic shows. I, I listen to them on a regular basis, and I am just, whoa, the information I'm picking up on every imaginable subject, it has to do with authenticity, but it has to do with spirituality, with weight loss, with sexualism, you name it. Um, you know, from all of the coaching perspective, it's what we work with, specifically the Carousel Partners in, uh, but now we are all, as I said, in with, we are all one team, Authentic You, and we're happy to be here. Uh, as are our other members. Sheila, this has been fantastic again. uh, Oh, Jeffrey, thank you so much for the opportunity to spend this hour with you and our listeners. Um, I I appreciate being able to share a little bit about my story and um, where I'm going, and I wish everyone... Um, you know, a happy and healthy journey. Uh, bad things don't have to happen to us anymore. They're just opportunities to um, perhaps uh, correct our navigation and get to know ourselves better and make a different choice. So uh, I've enjoyed this time. Very, That's very special. Fantastic. Thank you. We've got about a minute or so left, a couple of minutes actually. And, uh, you know, that, that, is, that is really beautiful, uh, Sheila. Your, your mission, your statement, your authenticity is one we, we love. It's fantastic. And, uh, our other members as well, and our other show hosts. So it is just, it's just a wonderful mission that we're all on. I can't say it enough, and you probably say, hey, Jeff, you sound like a broken record. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like a broken record. I mean to tell you that it is exciting. Stay tuned to what's coming up, folks. Authentic You Media. You're going to love it. Okay, the, the new shows that are coming up, we've got uh, Gail Vilkew and Angel Barrows are co-hosting a show. We've got uh, Catherine from Scotland. Uh, oh gosh, I just, there's an array. I can't even go through the list. There's so many. I don't have time with what we left on the on the show. But I will tell you this: it's going to be wonderful. And thank you all so much in the chat box today. Thank you all, listeners. Thank you, Sheila. It's been it's been absolutely wonderful again. Uh, My really, honor, really. Jeffrey. I'm Thanks. just honored we'll see to you. be We'll associated. see you on our next hour show, folks. Coming up in another week. We thank you for listening to Authentic You. This has been Jeffrey Miller, the interventionist for you, with Sheila Wilson. Thanks again for listening. Have a marvelous day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Feeling emotionally balanced is a key to feeling good. Thank you for listening and feeling your feelings. Each week, you will come away with practical tools, inspiration, and empowerment. 
Would you like to schedule an empowerment session? Go to www.corneliadengel.com. Feeling it is healing it.